In a deceptive and backwards world, we are starved for true identity, purpose, and most of all, hope. We want to be loved, encouraged, and known. We are desperate for a tribe to rejoice with, lament with, and to break bread with as his kingdom comes. This season on Basket Full of Bread, you will hear more stories of God's resurrecting power and biblical heart transformations that have altered future generations. We will armor up and I'll pray for you and all the saints. And together we will see God's promises unfold and petition to be overcomers. We will marinate in the book of Romans, belly laugh, chat about heaven-sent approaches for healing, see the miraculous in Juniper, rope Matt into some Matt chats, and God willing, there will be a beautiful birth story along the way. Hi, you guys. My name is Bethany, and I'm grateful you're here. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to our last episode in our Roman series. Here we are, episode 99 of Basketful of Bread. I cannot believe it. Hi, welcome. We have been um, just reading aloud. I have been reading aloud to you um, the book of Romans and uh, had a little baby in between, <laughs> in between the series. And so here we are wrapping it up. Um, I am thinking that in season four, I am going to use, I think that the Lord wants me to use Romans as kind of a um, guide for what the podcast is going to look like um, as I prayed for vision and just for the next season. I truly think that um, very simply, my my um, heart's desire and the goal of this podcast is to encourage the saints. So if that's you, if you are in the battle, if you are on the front lines, then this podcast is for you. Without further ado, let's finish up Romans and uh, grab your Bibles. We're going to be picking up in Romans 13. Father, thank you for your word, that it's living and active, that it is sharper than any two-edged sword. Hide it in our hearts. Teach us your ways, Father. Show us your face. Forgive us our trespasses. We want to be more like you. Thank you for this, this word. In Jesus' name, amen. Romans 13. Let everyone submit to the governing authorities, since there is no authority except from God. And the authorities that exist are instituted by God. So then the one who resists the authority is opposing God's command, and those who oppose it will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Do you want to be unafraid of the one in authority? Do what is good, and you will have its will have its approval for it is God's servant for your good but if you do wrong be afraid because it does not carry the sword for no reason for it is God's servant and avenger that brings wrath on those who does wrong on those who do do wrong 
Therefore, you must submit not only because of the wrath, but also because of your conscience. And for this reason, you pay taxes, since the authorities are God's servants, continually attending to these tasks. Pay your obligations to everyone. Taxes to those who you owe taxes. Tolls to those who you owe tolls. Respect to those who you owe respect. And honor to those you owe honor. Do not owe anyone anything except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandment, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet, and any other commandments are summed up by this commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does not wrong. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. Besides this, since you know the time, it is already the hour for you to wake up from sleep because now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is nearly over and the day is near, so let us discard the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk with decency as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual impurity and promiscuity, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Romans 14. Welcome anyone who is weak in faith, but don't argue about disputed matters. One person believes he may eat anything, while one person is weak and eats only vegetables. One who eats must not look down on one who does not eat, and one who does not eat must not judge one who does, because God has accepted him. Who are you to judge another household servant, another, another's household servant? Before his own Lord, he stands or falls, and he will stand because the Lord is able to make him stand. One person judges one day to be more important than the other day. Someone else judges every day to be the same. Let each one be fully convinced in his own mind. Whoever observes the day observes it for the honor of the Lord. Whoever eats eats for the Lord since he gives thanks to God, and whoever does not eat It is for the Lord that he does not eat it, and he gives thanks to God. For none of us lives for himself, and no one dies for himself. If we live, we live for the Lord, and if we die, we die for the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Christ died and returned to life for this, that he might be Lord over both the dead and the living. But you, why do you judge your brother or sister? Or you, why do you despise your brother or sister? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. For it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow to me, and every tongue will give praise to God. So then each of us will give an account for himself to God. Therefore, let us no longer judge one another. Instead, Decide never to put stumbling blocks or pitfalls in the way of your brother or sister. I know and am persuaded in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself. Still, to someone who considers a thing to be unclean, to that one, it is unclean. 
For if your brother or sister is hurt by what you eat, you are no longer walking according to love. Do not destroy by what you eat someone for whom Christ died. Therefore, do not let your good be slandered. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Whoever serves Christ in this way is acceptable to God and receives human approval. So then let us pursue what promotes peace and what builds up one another. Do not tear down God's work because of food. Everything is clean, but it is wrong to make someone fall by what he eats. It is a good thing not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything that makes your brother or sister stumble. Whatever you believe about these things, keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who does not condemn himself, but what he approves, by what he approves. But whoever doubts stands condemned if he eats, because his eating is not from faith. And everything that is not from faith is sin. Romans 15. Now. We who are strong have an obligation to bear the weaknesses of those without strength and not to please ourselves. Each one of us is to please his neighbor for his good to build him up. For even Christ did not please himself. On the contrary, as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For whatever was written in the past was written for our instruction so that we may have hope through endurance and through the encouragement from the scriptures. Now may the God who gives endurance and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another according to Christ Jesus so that you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ with one mind and one voice. Therefore, welcome one another just as Christ has also welcomed you to the glory of God. For I say that Christ became a servant of the circumcised on behalf of God's truth to confirm the promises to the fathers and so that Gentiles may glorify God for his mercy as it is written. Therefore, I will praise you among the Gentiles and I will sing praise to your name. Again, it says, rejoice you Gentiles with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Let all the peoples praise him. And again, Isaiah says, the root of Jesse will appear the one who rises to rule the Gentiles. The Gentiles will hope in him. Now may the God of all hope fill you with all joy and peace as you believe so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. My brothers and sisters, I myself am convinced about you that you also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge and able to instruct one another. Nevertheless, I have written to remind you more boldly on some points because of the grace given me by God to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles, serving as a priest of the gospel of God. God's purpose is that the Gentiles may be an acceptable 
offering, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, I have reason to boast in Christ Jesus regarding what pertains to God. For I would not dare say anything except what Christ has accomplished through me by word and deed for the obedience of the Gentiles, by the power of the miraculous signs and wonders, and by the power of God's Spirit. As a result, I have fully proclaimed the gospel of Christ from Jerusalem all the way around to Ilicirum. My aim is to preach the gospel where Christ has not been named so that I will not build on someone else's foundation. But as it is written, those who were not told about him will see and those who have not heard will understand. That is why I've been prevented many times from coming to you. But now I no longer have to work to do in these regions, and I have strongly desired for many years to come to you. Whenever I travel to Spain, for I hope to see you when I pass through and to assist you for my journey there, once I have first enjoyed your company for a while, Right now I am traveling to Jerusalem to serve the saints because Macedonia and Acacia were pleased to make a contribution for the poor among the saints in Jerusalem. Yes, they were pleased and indeed are in debt. Ple- <laughs> yes, they were pleased and indeed are indebted to them. For if the Gentiles have snared in their spiritual benefits, they ha- then they are a ab- obligated to minister to them in material needs. So when I have finished this and safely delivered the funds to them, I'll visit you on the way to Spain. I know that when I come to you, I will come in the fullness of the blessing of Christ. Now I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, through our Lord Jesus Christ and through the love of the Spirit to strive together with me in prayers to God on my behalf Pray that I may be rescued from the unbelievers in Judea, that my ministry in Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints, and that by God's will I may come to you with joy and be refreshed together with you. May the God of peace be with all of you. Amen. Romans 16 I commend to you our sister Phoebe, who is a servant of the church in Syncretia. So you should welcome her in the Lord in a manner worthy of the saints and assist her in whatever matter she may require your help. For indeed, she has been a benefactor of many and of me also. Giving my greetings to Prisca and Aquila, my co-workers in Christ Jesus, who risked their own necks for my life. Not only do I thank them, but so do all the Gentile churches. Greet also the church that meets in their home. Greet my dear friend, Epantus, who is the first convert to Christ from Asia. Greet Mary, who has worked very hard for you. Greet Andronicus and Hunia, Junia, my fellow Jews and fellow prisoners. They are noteworthy in the eyes of the apostles and they were also in Christ before me. Greet Ampilitus, my dear friend in the Lord, and greet Urbanus, 
our co-worker in Christ and my dear friend Stackies. Greet Apiles, who is approved in Christ. Greet those who belong to the household of Astrobulus. Greet Herodian, my fellow Jew. Greet those belonging to the household of Narcissus, who are in the Lord. Greet Tryphania and Tryphosa, who have worked hard in the Lord. Greet my dear friend Persis, who worked very hard in the Lord. Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, also his mother and mine. Mm. Greet Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermas, and the brothers and sisters who are with them. Greet Philogus and Julia, Nereus, and his sister Olympus, and all the saints who are with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ send your greetings. Now I urge you, brothers and sisters, to watch out for those who create divisions and obstacles contrary to the teachings that you learned. Avoid them. Because such people do not deserve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own appetites. They do not serve. Avoid them because such people do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own appetites. They deceive the hearts of the unsuspecting with smooth talk and flattering words. The report of your obedience has reached everyone. Therefore, I rejoice over you, but I want you to be wise about what is good and yet innocent about what is evil. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Timothy, my co-worker, and Lucius, Jason, and Sosipater, my fellow countrymen, greet you. I, Ter- Teratus, who wrote this letter, to greet you in the Lord. Gaius, who is host to me in the whole church, greets you. Aristus, the city treasurer, and our brother Quartus greet you. Now to him, who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the proclamation about Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery kept silent for long ages, but now revealed and made known through the prophetic scriptures according to the command of the eternal God to advance the obedience of faith among all the Gentiles To the only wise God, through Jesus Christ, to him, be the glory forever. Amen.